Father, we are joined. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you have knitted us together. Father, we thank you that you continue to pour into us. Father, we lift you up today. Father, we glory in you. We know that all glory belongs to you. But Father, we are honored that you desire to share your glory. So we thank you, Father. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Great things coming out, and we are scratching the surface of, you know, what it means to be in love or to live in love. And, you know, the theme, the father and the son, is all about love. You know, as you are seeing each minister coming, Reverend Kay, you know, speaking about this last night. And I, I do look forward to hearing more tonight, you know, about what, what, you know, just getting into the depths of what love is. Um, I've always, not always, for a while believed that we never quite understood, you know, what it means, you know, love. Because the world has painted to us what love is. <clears throat> but, and for a long time, we, we would think we knew what love was. Say, you know, you go say, I love you, and you have the, the nice feelings towards someone. Um, but we had to confess that our love was conditional. So oftentimes, if it was not reciprocated, you would be thinking, oh, Maybe not. Maybe I don't really <laughs> love this person. Um, but, you know, what we are being taught now is that love, love is love. It's not, it doesn't have to be reciprocated. Um, and we say it's unconditional. However, to enter into it, meaning the love of God, it, it is conditional. Because not everyone will enter or even desires to enter into that love, at least not initially. Um, so I just want to encourage you all um, because, you know, as humans, and sorry, I will say humans a lot, I do with animals, um, but we, we tend to, we have emotions, you know, we have feelings, we have thoughts, and these are things that we had learned from our fathers. This is what we were all born in sin, into sin and iniquity. And a lot of ways and thoughts we have are things that were imparted to us. One from our parents, um, you know, socially, people on the outside, now more so through media, because, you know, we have more media than, you know, we did when I was growing up. Um, and so, these things are communicated through these means, but they are not they are not the love of God. I'm sure you all know that, but really, if you know you, you realize now that you cannot equate your measurement of love to what the world is like. It, it is is that Pastor Thompson was saying yesterday, it's a, another world. So we're now called to enter into another world, right? And this world we call the kingdom of God. But we're coming into the understanding that the kingdom of God is about love. 
and it is our task to press on to know what this love is. Uh, it is powerful, we know that. But, you know, it's, it's appreciating the power, but also knowing that beyond the power, there, there is substance. And power does also not necessarily mean it's a, yeah, I can zap this, zap that. You know, that's what the world thinks, you know. We have Marvel characters who project power, and we say, oh, yeah, that is real superhero, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and I think, oh, they don't know what a hero is. Um, you know, Jesus Christ is a real superhero. But, you know, the world does not understand that. And, you know, I will talk about the world, but in doing so, what I'm saying to you all is that you, you now really have to press into. It's all good and well. We are here gathered now, and when we're singing the songs and feeling great, and indeed, the spirit comes and there is that emboldening of ourselves. So we could sit, stand there and say, oh, yes, I'm really, you know, God is really opening up to me. I'm, I'm going to go for it. And, you know, you can say, okay, this time around, I won't let go of what I've heard. But be very careful because the moment, you know, SOS ends, you go back out there, the enemy is there waiting for you. He will be there um, because he's a tester. Yes? So please just be, continue to contend. You know, when we say we contend for faith, you have to contend. And don't think that just feeling good and everything going right in your life means that, oh yeah, you know, I'm really blessed. I'm making it, I'm growing. No, no, the true growth comes when you are tried and tested. And, and I will implore you to be aware, you know, when you're being tried and tested, even the very small things. If it's just in response to your spouse, in response to your friends, you know, even in the very small thoughts that might come when that resistance builds up in you, um, just be very mindful of those things. I just wanted to uh, read um, First John. I'm going to be very short. Um, First John chapter 2. From verse 9. He that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in the darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness hath blinded his eyes. So, John here is saying that he that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness, even until now. So he said, the person is saying, I'm, I'm in the light, but um, I hate my brother. But John is saying, if you are in the light and you hate your brother, you're actually in darkness. And, you know, this may seem like, oh, is nothing to do with me. 
you know, that's not me. But just be very careful because we may think we are walking in the light because we love God, we love Christ, um, you know, we spend our time praying, we spend our time reading the scripture, but be careful that you actually are not in the light because you're not loving your brother. And as I said, we have definitions of love according to the world, and it doesn't mean that you're loving your brother by making sure you cook breakfast for him every morning, you make sure he has dinner in the evening, you're washing his clothes and those things. Those things are good. Yes, they may not be the only things that say you love your brother, but having a heart that is full of good thoughts towards your brother is what is important. So you can't just exist on you know, the outward workings but knowing that inside of you, you know, you genuinely love your brother. And I know we probably don't know what genuinely love your brother is because we've learned to be conditional, haven't we? I mean, I will confess. I would say, okay, well, I'm going to be nice to this person because this person has been nice to me, <laughs> you know? And the Lord has been saying, no, but that's called conditional, you know? You're saying you're going to do good because, and that's not what Jesus taught. He was saying, love your enemies. He was saying, if someone slaps you in the face, as Reverend Helen was saying, you turn the, the other cheek. You want to, you know, have my coat, I'll give you my cloak also. Um, and those things are not easy to do, and they are not natural. You know, a natural man doesn't do those things. Um, and it's learning to exist in that place where that becomes natural to you. That you, you it, it doesn't, it's not a, a thought you have to really think about too hard. And it's asking God for that ability to have that level of existence. Um, so in, so, in verse 11, when John said, He that hateth his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness hath blinded his eyes. Um, now, and, and that's the thing with hate. You know, hate will blind your eyes. Yep, and don't, let us not say to ourselves, we don't hate. Yes, because the the light has come to shine. And when it shines, it picks up the smallest specks yes. of imperfections. And sometimes, you know, you, you, you really need to be careful with your thoughts or the ones that you entertain. So the enemy will come with thoughts. So drop a little, you know, a little thought about sister so-and-so. And you say, oh, yeah, you know. And you keep it there for a good five, ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, you're already overstepping the mark. So you know, just I'm just encouraging you all to be careful. And I wanted to get quickly because um, I should be rounding up now um, to the near to the end. Um, uh -huh. So from. 
So after John was talking about loving your brother, he went into talking about love of the world. And you wonder, it seems very random how, you know, you talk about loving the world. You hate your brother, you love the world. Uh, no, it ought to be hate the world, you love your brother. Because <laughs> the world does not support you loving your brother. Um, no matter how many Valentine's Days they have, they don't support you loving your brother. So, and John talked about the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, is not of the Father, because the Father is love. But when the world projects these things, they encourage you to not love your brother in whatever way that comes. And I don't have time to, you know, say more about those things, but I just hope that you're understanding what I am saying. Um, so in verse 18, he said, Little children, it's the last time, as ye have heard, the Antichrist shall come. Even now, there are many Antichrists, whereby we know it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. So these were brethren that were, you know, part of, we say, the church, the early church. But if you notice in the epistles, you know, Paul, Peter, they all talked about Jude, all talked about James, <laughs> you know, people who came into the fold, the fellowship, and stirred up strife, stirred up trouble. And these, you know, John is saying that these were antichrists. They did not represent who Christ is. They did not represent love. So they came in to stir up. And the church was all powerful, you know. The move of the Spirit was great. But just these small, you know, seemingly small initially, but then it, it's like a monster that grew in the midst of the people. And it created a lot of problems. And, you know, John is saying here that, you know, it, had they been of us, and when we say of us, we, we think it's just coming in for meetings. No, it was being of us was the fellowship that they had in love. And it was a love that was among them, that was in them, they had for each other. And others came in who, who probably initially seemed to fit in, seemed to be in the love, and then suddenly they were not. Or it became clear, as John said, that they were not of us. So what I've just closed with this, I really want to encourage you to... Be mindful of each other. Be mindful of yourself first, you know, and, you know, contemplate, you know, where your, your love understanding is. Um, your, how do you take on the, the persona of love? And, you know, what are your thoughts towards the other person, whoever you meet, whoever you see, but especially... For the brethren and there was a time i didn't quite understand what it means brethren you really love the brethren what about the other people but 
there is something special, and that is why you have the relationship between the father and the son. It's a very special relationship. And this is what we all need to come into. And, you know, yes, it won't be everyone initially, but this is what we are striving for, to exist within that love fellowship. Um, so I really pray that, you know, with all the revelation that you're receiving from the ministers, please don't let them fall to the ground. Don't let it slip away. You know, if you have to go back and listen again, what did this person, what, you know, um, we can say, ooh, and ah, at wow, you know, how did Reverend K see that, you know? Um, but what is, is, is just as John said, you know, he, he said he's happy that you're, sorry, you're walking in truth. Yeah, that's, that's his joy. And so, you know, I know Reverend K would know, or would like to know whatever he's teaching, whatever revelation he's getting, it is not for us to be awed by the fact that he has got the revelation, but that we are willing to become the revelation, that we're willing to live it. Yes? So please, don't just sit, imbibe, feel good. Yeah, we have the feel good factor. But it's not about feeling good. Yeah, It's not about feeling good. It's making sure that what you have heard have found the good soil, that you are planted in a good soil, and that you will be yielding. Yes? Um, so, you know, I encourage you. I love you dearly. I don't think I can tell you that enough. And, you know, it's not enough that I say it. also have to show it. So I love you dearly, and I, I look forward to many times of fellowship together. So even when we are over the sea, over the ocean, we're still tuning in to live meetings. Um, I really want to also encourage you to support your pastors. It is not easy leading people. You need to constantly pray for them. You need to constantly encourage them. And let your thoughts towards them always be good, never evil. Please. Thank you. God bless you.